This podcast is sponsored by Buxton in Bayside, the premier Bayside real estate agency. Welcome to the Bayside Bubble. I am Marie Lacey, and together with my co-host Kate Harvey, we are delighted to share fun and fascinating stories that make Bayside one of the best places to live in the world. The Bayside Bubble podcast is all about our local community, connecting with Baysiders who make a positive difference to where we live. This podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, Buxton in Bayside and Chisholm Constructions. So get on board and share the bubble love. Welcome back to the Bayside Banter, listeners. Hi, Marie Lacey. Hello, Kitty Cat. We're back again. We are back again. How awesome was Matthew last week? Matthew was very good and we love listening to about the train crash into the Bendigo Bank back in 2011. Oh, I know. And for those of you who haven't heard it, go back and listen right now. Well, not right now. After this amazing episode, go back and listen to it. It was very worthwhile. So thanks, Matthew, for coming in and talking about the Sandringham Community Bank in the Bendigo Bank. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, we, and if you do listen, you'll find out why it's called the Bendigo Bank. Anyway, let's uh, chat about a new topic today, Kitty Cat. What are we talking about today, Marie? Our favourite TV shows. As a kid. As a kid. And when we discussed this prior, we said, is it, you know, when you're in your early days or is it now? And we went, let's go back to our youth Mm -hmm. when it was, uh, you know, you're sitting in front of the TV and we talked about colour TV, black and white TV, which you don't remember. But the colour TV was one of the most exciting things in in our house. My most exciting thing was the video recorder. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. That was... Right. That shows how young I am compared to you. <laughs> yeah. But the, the TV, watching shows when you're a kid, oh, you know, that's... There was nothing better. There's nothing better. So we thought today we would choose three, which was difficult, it was of our favourite TV shows. And you're talking about, you know, going back to our childhood, we've realised that there were two sections of our childhood for viewing as well, right? So up to around 12 years old and then after that, the other shows. So my two shows, that, sorry, my three shows that I've chosen, two of them are from my teenagehood and one is from my kidhood. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, all three that I chose with the top of my head were all in my very early years. And you know, I would say I was probably seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven max. Aww. Only a little, little wee baby. You were, yes. you were. Did you talk as much then as you do now? Uh, probably yes. Okay. <laughs> I've always that would have been hilarious to see that. Okay, so I'm going to get you to go first. Okay. First of all, we're going to play the music. And here we are with my first one, Kitty Cat, the Brady Bunch. That was one of mine as well. And as Kitty Cat and I were saying before, you know, there were so many that we wanted to choose. Um, but anyway, we've just gone with what we came through first. So mm-hmm. the, Brady, the Brady Bunch was one of the most fun shows growing up because I thought, how can, you know, a dad and three sons and a mum and three daughters come together and live in a house? I was a little bit envious. I was too because I was an only child as a kid. Yeah. So oh, I'm still an only child. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, <it's> interesting. <laughs> um, yes, and obviously the Brady Bunch panels, you know, the nine panels that you would see at the start of the show. Yes. There's been a lot of talk about that now in COVID around the Zoom calls and I, things, I right? I know, I know. Yeah. So it was, a very, it was very smart from the beginning. But what I loved about the Brady Bunch, I didn't know it went from 1969 to 1974. It only went for five years. So as we said, it revolved around a large blended family with six children. 
And it's considered one of the last of the old-style family sitcoms. It, it, it aired for five seasons and it was finished and cancelled in 1974. So we know Mike Brady. We know good old, his three sons. Yep. Greg, Peter and Bobby. And then we had Carol, who is played by Florence Henderson, um, and her daughters, Marcia and... Jan, the whiny one. Yeah, and Cindy. So as we know, they had a dog. They did have a dog. Now, I can't remember the dog's well, name. Well, that's the, that's I'm glad. That was perfect. That was that was exactly what I wanted to say. Segway for you. Go. It was a great segue. And that is my first three fun facts. Go. Um, because when you go to a trivia night, that's always in it. Of course. So for you, all, well, yeah, and we all forget it though. The the name of the dog was Tiger. Ah, now you say it, I remember. Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. But you don't remember till you actually tell. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, here's a fun fact. Tiger was the Brady family dog and it appeared in the early episodes of the show. But unfortunately, one day while filming, the dog's trainer took the dog for a walk. And during the walk, the dog was hit by a car and it didn't survive. Oh, Marie, I don't like that fun. That's not a fun fact no, at all. No, well, it's not a fun fact, but it's an interesting fact. But anyway, I guess, yeah, that's okay. Then they decided to bring a new dog to play Tiger. But it didn't work out because it was frightened by everything on the set. And because the, the, the new dog was fired... <laughs> That's the fun fact. Excuse me, Tiger. <laughs> You're fired. You're, You're done. Here. You're out of here. <laughs> so all that saying said, Tiger's doghouse remained in the Brady's backyard throughout the series. Aww. With no dog in it. Aww. So not a fun fact. Not really. Fact. Okay, here's a fun fact. Okay. No, fact number two. Cindy's lisp. Yeah. Cindy Brady, played by Susan Olsen, had a lisp in real life and had to work with a speech therapist to help correct it. Many can recall that Cindy had a memorable lisp that made it hard for her to pronounce her s's, and there was even an entire episode based on it. Do you remember that episode? I do remember that. So do I. Okay, third fun fact. The first kiss. So Maureen McCormick, who was Marsha Brady. Yes, I was about to say it was Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And Barry Williams, who was Greg Barry, had romantic feelings for each other throughout the series. What? Mm. And they had a first kiss during the season four when they travelled to Hawaii. Remember Hawaii? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The brother and sister, the eldest brother. I do not remember that. Yes. Have I blocked that out of my memory? No, no, as in real life. Oh, good God. No, no, not on the show. Holy mackerel. They had romantic. That would have been progressive, Yes, it it would have been really progressive. No, they had romantic feelings for each other outside of the series. Right. Ending up in a bit of a little pash when they went to Hawaii. To Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, that's always good that, you know, the whole world knows when you're your yeah. first kiss of yeah. someone you had the hots for. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> so interesting facts. Um, some fun, some not so fun. But Tiger, you have to remember for the trivia night, Cindy's lips was real and the first kiss did happen with good old Marsha and, um, there we go. and Greg. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I absolutely agree with your choice. Love it. Good. Thank you. That's my first one. Now, let's go to your first one. My first one is... Happy Days. Oh, God, I love Happy Days. Happy Days. Henry Winkler, the Bonds, Mr. and Mrs. C. Love Mr. and Mrs. C. It was such a fun, fun show. And and they actually made 11 seasons of the show, Marie. What years did they run from? Uh, Don't ask me that because I didn't ask. It's a really important one. Let's come back to that. Just on on, um, Happy Days, though. Yeah. You know, when you first watched Happy Days mm-hmm. as a child mm-hmm. and they and Mr. Potsy. and Mrs. C and well, Potsy's but Mr. and Mrs. C had that house. It was always that yes. room. Yes. I used to be envious of that as well. So did I. Because I had the family and they had all their friends coming in and out all the time and Fonz would come in and go, hey. I just used it to go, just a fun what family a house. great household to live in. I know. I would just go home as an only child 
unlock the door because mum and dad were working and sit there watching Happy and Days. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but what a great memory. And I'd say oh, many yeah. people would have that that memory of that yes, house. Of course. It of brings course. up all those warm, fuzzy it does. feelings. It does. Yeah. It was just a it was a fun show. So I have a couple of, of fun facts from it. So first of all, when it first started, Tom Bosley, who played Mr. C, didn't actually like Marion Ross, who played his wife. No way. Yep. He didn't want to, he didn't, he wanted another actress for it. And if you look at the first couple of seasons, she doesn't say very much. She says things like, oh, Howard, or, you know, she's very much it's very a short. background character. Yeah. Yeah, until they st- they actually, in the end, they became firm favourites and loved each other very much. I wonder much. why I didn't like her from the start. Well, she said that he, she thought that he was expecting another actress to play the role. Okay. So that's probably why. Right. Um, if you've ever heard the term jump the shark. Yes, I have heard that. And it said it a few comes times. from Happy Days. Now, the term jump the shark means something has passed its peak. It's not as good as it used to be and it's on a downward trajectory. And that's what was happening with Happy Days. They were trying to come up with new storylines, etc. And so this one storyline was Fonzie was going to jump a shark I remember on water skis. I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's where the term come from, comes from. That's a great jump fact. The shark. Also... How many kids did Mr. and Mrs. C had? They had Richie and, and um, uh, Matt, not Marion. Um, Joni. Joni, sorry, Joni, yeah, yeah. Actually, they had three. Did they? Where was the third? Chuck. Oh, Chuck was the third. Yes. Nobody liked him. He was a, the character was. I don't remember Chuck. Not liked. Well, you wouldn't because he was written out of the series. Oh, that's why. And never mentioned again. Oh, there like, you go. Completely written off. Oh, that's so a great fact. Isn't that a great fact? That's a really good fact. What yep. a great Time, happy days. I know. It was fun. And actually, I'm going to have a fourth. Oh, okay. Yep, so right. there, there was a spin-off show from Happy Days. Do you know what it was? No. Joni and Chachi. Joni uh, loves Chachi. Joni loves Chachi. I do remember that It was that rubbish. Too. Yeah, it was terrible. Yep. So yep. there you go. There you go. Great facts. Happy days. And happy days. It comes again. Here again. Here again. Not even comes again. <laughs> Monday, yeah. Wednesday, happy days. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Good facts. Thank I liked you very it. much. Really Thank enjoyed those. You. Thank you. Thank you. Next one for me. I dream of Jeannie. Oh, another one of my favourites. So, again, fantasy sitcom Mm -hmm. starring Barbara Eden as a 2,000-year-old genie and Larry Hagman as an astronaut who becomes her master. And she falls in love at first sight and they eventually marry and was produced back in 1965. So it ran from 1965 to 1970 for five years and they had 139 episodes. Okay. Mm. That's a good run. So here's a couple of uh, facts. The first one, the censors had a problem with Eden. Oh, and her outfit? Showing her belly button. Yeah. Mm. So due to strict television television censorship, Eden was restricted from showing her belly button off on screen. It did cause a lot of commotion while, while she was actually filming. Yeah. Um, so they also said her legs must be always covered with baggy pantaloons. So is that why her belt was up, up above? On her, ah, there you yes, go. Yes, yes. And her baggy pantaloons had to be thick enough so her legs won't show through, just like Lady Diana with that skirt. Um, and also cleavage was not an issue. That was fair game. How strange is that? Don't talk to me about censorship. No, don't. Yeah, no. Um, so that's the reason why she didn't show, show her belly button. There you go. Um, okay, on to Larry Hagman. He had very bad anxiety. 
Okay. And so he managed his anxiety and his frustration through having anxiety through booze. Oh. Mm. So um, he found it very hard being so ambitious to play second best to Jenny. Jenny. So he would get, um, once the script was written, he would carry on with some of his own ways of getting through his sorrows Mm. and um, he would start drinking champagne in the morning and then enter his dressing room in between scenes to smoke pot and then drink more champagne to keep calm. And then that caused him to have a liver transplant in the 1990s. Sorry, your, your, your fun facts have a bit of a theme about them. Yeah, I just think it's awesome. They're not fun facts at Oh, all. they're so interesting though. They're, they're so funny though. <laughs> imagine, imagine coming on set and going, oh my God, he's on pot. Is it going to be like, because we don't know that. No. No. Oh. How, imagine putting up with that. Poor woman having to act next to that. Oh, oh my gosh. Terrible. Good on her. Um, Any other fun uh, in inverted yeah, commas? Yeah, facts? yeah, okay, you're right. They're not that fun, but they're fun. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll actually preface it by saying they're interesting. Um, and it was the last network series to be filmed in black and white. Oh, that's a good fact. That's a good fact. Not mm. that fun, but still interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on to you. Okay, here's my next one. Wonder Woman. Oh. <laughs> There was no senses worried about her legs. Absolutely. Or her cleavage. No. Nothing. Nothing at all. I mean, she had a beautiful body as well, right? So strong and, yeah. Reminds reminds me of mine. Really? (laughs) 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 When I look at one of those skinny mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Plus rose-coloured glasses. Yes. A few filters. A few Snapchat filters. (laughs) Anyway. um, Wonder Woman ran for three series. So it starred in all three series, Linda Carter as Wonder Woman and Lyle Wagner as Steve Trevor and Steve Trevor Jr. So the first series was set in World War II and then the second and third series were set in the 1970s. Okay. And what had happened was because she's an Amazon and, and, you know, doesn't age very fast, she looked the same. But the in the series two and three, it was Steve Trevor's son who was playing Steve Trevor. So right. there you go. Her power came from her magic belt. Right? Yes. There were a couple of episodes when people would steal the magic belt and I would be, uh, I'm, I'm still traumatised today. Yes, I cried when that happened. Yes, it was It was really tough. Here's, also, also she had the, the bullet bracelets, did, the yeah. magic bullet bracelets, and when you would go to the royal show, you could get a Wonder Woman show bag and you would get the bracelets and I remember getting the bracelets. She had a lasso of truth or a lasso? I would say lasso. Would you say lasso or lasso? I'd say lasso. 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 Yeah. Anyway, she had a lasso of truth um, that, yeah, she would use to make people tell the truth. But here's the cool thing. So she was obviously, it came from Marvel Comics. Yes. And they struggled to show her transition in the series. So Linda Carter, who played Wonder Woman, came up with the idea of why don't I spin? And, you know, the clothes sort of fly off and I've got my outfit underneath. And then they added the gold. Oh, I love that thing. gold bit. Yeah, yeah, do that. The so that was her idea. Stayed in the show, but also was then incorporated into the comic books that were written afterwards. No way. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. That's an awesome. Isn't that That's awesome. not fun, but it's an interesting fact. It is fun. It's far more fun than it's, a dog dying. <laughs> it's far more fun uh, yeah, than it's some fun, poor dog getting hit by yeah, a bloody car. <laughs> anyway, there are a couple of um, guest stars who that you would know about. So Deborah Winger yes. played her sister in a few um, episodes. 
Wonder Girl. Wonder <laughs> I Girl. remember that. I remember yes. that. And Rick Springfield was oh. a guest star on a couple of episodes. Did you know Rick Springfield came from Parkdale, Victoria? No way. Yeah, he did. He went there to Parkdale go. High. There you go. Some there small fun fact. There you go. Okay. There you go. That's Wonder Woman. That was fantastic. Thank you very now, much. Now, just on that, I mm. saw Wonder Woman 2 just recently at the movies, which I really, really loved, 1984. Yes. And, um, the end. I love the end because Linda Carter comes out and does. Spoiler alert, by the way. Spo- oh, sorry. Well, well, I don't care because people need to know. And it's and you need to, people said I'm not going to go and watch it, but it's so worthwhile going just to see her. Well, and also, if you haven't seen it by now, you're not a true fan anyway. No, it was, it was, fan sens- anyway. it was sensational. Yeah, and I, and okay. I I got a little bit um, emotional. So did I. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, there she is. And she looks at me and obviously, you know, a bit of a bit, bit of, of work. A, a bit of work done and, and a bit of shadowing na- around her face. She but she's naturally. still beautiful. Yes, yes. And, oh, and every um, interview I've seen her in and every everything I've read about her, she's a beautiful woman she's inside be- and out. So, she yes, is. that was an awesome end to that. It was an awesome end to there that. There Well done. Thanks. Okay, my third? Yep. And it is the Partridge family. Showing your age there. I am. So, people would know the Partridge family, knowing that they would see David Cassidy, who I thought as a child growing up was so hot. He was. Be like the good old Brad Pitt or the, you know, the, who yeah, else do we, yeah. who has, oh, the, oh, probably for me now, if I thought someone was Tom hot. Edelston? Yeah, but no, Sac Efron is my, you oh, know, sure. yeah, like modern yep. time. Yep. So, Shirley Jones, David Cassidy, Jones plays a widowed mother. Cassie plays the oldest of her five children. Um, and I did not know, and again, I like the date, so it ran from 1970 to 1974. So all three shows I've chosen are in that same period. Anyway, it was, a, it was uh, based on, which I did not know till now, based loosely on a real-life musical family called the Cowzills, who were a popular band back in the 1960s and early 70s. Okay, here's my facts. The first one. Shirley Jones turned down a role before she took the role on The Partridge Family. What role was it? The role as Carol Brady on The Brady Bunch. (gasps) Oh, I love the linking and the looping. (laughs) So she was actually offered the role as Carol Brady, but she decided to take on The Partridge Family because she said, well, the idea of playing the mother in the Brady Bunch was initially attractive to me, I turned it down because I didn't want to be the mother taking the roast out of the oven and not doing much else. I had no doubts at all playing Shirley Partridge, firstly because she was destined to become the first working mother on TV and I loved the script. Secondly, because working on the series for her would be an almost full-time mum and and she'd be able to raise her kids as well. Right. That's an interesting fact. That's a great fact. That's a great fact. Okay, another one? Yes. Their house. Do you remember? Do you remember seeing the Partridge family's house? Do you remember seeing that? Okay, so it was a beautiful old style American two story house, and it was used for other shows, including um, Bewitched, ah, and another, another, another yes, and another movie that I have talked about on the Bayside Bubble called Pleasantville, which I love. Oh yeah, there you go. So it was used for the other for other shows as well. Now another one because we both love music. The Partridge family beat the Beatles. You think, how? So, like the Monkees, the Partridge family released records that actually went on to become huge hits. Mm. The group was nominated for a Best New Artist Grammy in 1971 through David Cassidy and Shirley Jones, um, but the whole cast was nominated. Their biggest single, I Think I Love You, I Think I no Love way. You, 
went to number one I on the Billboard charts and actually outsold the Beatles' Let It Be. That's a great That's fact. That's a great fact. Yep. I'm going to leave it there. Please do. That's a great fact. Thanks. And over to your number three. So my last one is Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Now, this is a real um, divisive one. So some people have no idea what I'm talking about and others are like, oh, my God, that was my favourite show ever. So Scarecrow and Mrs. King was, it starred Bruce Boxleitner and Kate Jackson. And it was basically a vehicle for Kate Jackson. She was the star and Bruce Boxleitner had not starred in a, a TV show before. She was coming off Charlie's Angels. Yes, I loved her Charlie's Angels. Yes. Um, and the premise of the show was that he was a spy, Scarecrow, and um, she was a housewife and one day he used her to deliver a package because he was in danger and she became a housewife spy. And, and she was divorced. Yes. Yep. Correct. Yep. So it ran for five seasons. Yes. And um, I've got one of your sad facts. Um, so the show was stopped abruptly when Kate Jackson was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, so that's very it, sad. That's, that's why it's stopped. Tell, oh, you can tell? At the end of season five, what happens is Scarecrow goes on a mission with one of the chicks in the show that no one ever really liked and Kate Jackson's not in it much and so you watch it and you go, why? why? Okay. And then she's on the phone, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, oh, that's it's very, a shame. That's, yeah, see, I, I, sorry, I, just, I got completely lauded over the coals because I put a sad fact in. I know, but I didn't call it a fun fact to start yeah, with. Yeah, no, you, you did press that's it by that. That's my point. Yeah, you did press <laughs> it. A dog didn't die. I know. That's, but, but that's Kate, just but Kate terrific. Jack, yeah, but Kate, Kate Jackson she, completely recovered <laughs> and is still alive today. And that's a good fact. Correct. It's a great fact. Um, also, at the start of... Um, filming when they first started the season, they really liked each other as as people. There was a real sort of sexual tension between them. Uh, he was married and stuff, but you know there was there was just a good tension between them. By season five, they actually Back didn't together? like each other. Oh, very really? Much. No, they. Oh, no. He. Um, uh, by all reports, she became very overbearing and and a bit of a. A taskmaster, hard taskmaster. And, and so they never got together? Because I thought they no, got together. not in real life. Ah, no, they did not. Okay. No, they did not. Right. They didn't really like each other at okay. the end. Okay. Okay. Um, Can we in, have a fun fact, please? Yes. In season two, there was a bad guy. Right. In a really good episode. Okay. And they obviously liked him so well that they had him come back in season three as Mrs. King's ex-husband. No <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's what they did in those they days in those series, right? Crazy stuff. They were never good with continuity. No. They didn't care. They didn't have, you know, end of season cliffhangers or anything no. like that. That so, is through whatever they could. Yeah, yeah, so he comes back. He was a bad guy. <laughs> About 10 episodes ago and now he is Mr. King. Um my last fun fact for this okay. is Amanda King's house in the show yes. has is one of those houses that you will see on a whole bunch of, of different other places and it's still used today. So the last time I saw it used was in Chuck, the, okay, yes, the Chuck, yeah, series, yeah. and they bought a house at the end and that was Mrs. King's house. Ah, so there's a house theme that we had as well and then our, our fun facts. Yes. There's a house theme. Yes, there, so there is. you go. There you go. And look, I, I want to sneak in a couple of um, things around happy days, but I won't. But I know people listening right now will say there's so much more facts about happy days. I know, but I could only fit those in. So I'm just staying there. And I want to be able to do some honourable mentions. So I'm going to go Mash, Chips and TJ Hooker. Whoa. What about you? Oh, gee. I haven't got to that. I haven't got to those yet. Um, Katie and Lacey. 
What was that called? Cagney and Lacey. Oh, so, yeah. Is that what it was yeah. called? Um, Levin and Shelley. Yeah? Yeah. And oh. that was another That was another that was Happy Days spin-off. It was. It was a spin-off too. Yes. Gee, that's come to me now, but I oh, love well Levin done. and Shelley. And the oh. other one that's just come to me and I've just forgotten now, but hold on. Oh, completely nothing to do with what we just talked about, Little House on the Prairie. Yes. God, I love that show. That was a great show. Oh. So many. I know. I mean, when do we? We can't. We can keep when going. When do we stop? We're, yeah, we're going to stop now. I'm going to stop recording right now. Well done. <laughs> anyway, that's our Bayside banter for this week. Next week, tune in to hear us talk to our next latest guest. So I'm not going to even tell you. You're going to have to just. You know why? Because we don't know. Tune okay. In. <laughs> <laughs> have some fun. Shush. Have a great week. Shush. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Bayside Bubble. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support us, you can like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Or if you have no idea what that means, just tell your family and friends, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, whoever will listen. Catch all the latest from us on Insta and Facebook and take a look at our website, baysidebubble.com.au while you're at it. And of course, this podcast would not be possible without Buxton Real Estate and Chisholm Constructions. So thanks again. We'll see you next time on the Bayside Bubble.